0: Welcome to the Stellar Labs podcast, future learning today. At Stellar Labs, our mission is to bust the technology skills crunch with effective, measurable, engaging training. We consult on, design, and deliver the technical and people skills and competencies you need in business. In these podcasts, you'll hear from industry experts and practitioners from the worlds of technology and training. They'll share their experience, insights, and inspiration, and their visions for the future with you. Keep listening to start your future learning here today. Hello, I'm Stella Collins, Chief Learning Officer at Stella Labs. Today's podcast episode was recorded live at the Learning Technologies Conference 2020. Connie Bowman's an instructional designer and part-time Spanish teacher who I bumped into at Learning Technologies. This was her first visit to the conference, and we had an interesting conversation about her long career in L&D and some of the changes she's experienced. So, welcome to the uh, the Stellar Labs podcast, Connie. It's really nice to have you here. Thank you. This is uh, fun and interesting to do. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, Connie, we we were just having this conversation about, you know, you you said, "I, I just happened to be at Learning Tech. And I said you mean you just happened to be? It's not a place you just happened to be at. So tell me a bit
1: about why you're, you're here at Learning Tech, how I got here. Well, that's, that's interesting because I'm actually, if you can't tell from my um, accent, I'm not from the UK. Um, I'm from, based in Columbus, Ohio, um, but my boss and several of my colleagues are here in, uh, well, actually in Bournemouth. Um, and so I came over at kind of my own um, initiation for a couple months to work with my team in Bournemouth. And as a result of that, my boss uh, sent me to the conference. So when I say I just happen to be here, I guess it's because I wasn't planning on doing this at all when I um, set up my uh, my work experience. Um, but it just worked out really great to to have this opportunity. So
0: and what's kind of led you into learning? Um, oh,
1: that's an interesting question too. So I've been doing this for 32 years, um, and I actually when I was in university, I had no idea that there was a training and development field whatsoever. But coincidentally, I was studying business and education and couldn't decide what I wanted to do. I was studying Spanish as well, so I was going to be a Spanish teacher maybe. Um, Had no idea when I got out of school what I really wanted to do. And somebody said that you should um, join the field, or it sounds like you would like to be uh, in training and development. And had no idea what that was. Never heard about it in all my years in university And uh, as luck would have it, I got a job with the federal government and moved into a um, learning specialist role and had a great mentor there and have been doing uh, instructional design and training development for 32 years now. So I kind of got into it accidentally, but in some ways I was planting the seeds and didn't realize it.
0: I so, think that's how a lot of us got into mm-hmm. learning development. Clearly, it is more common now at university, but I think you know, pe- people of our age, on the whole, accidentally fell into it and then kind of found they'd, they'd found their found I did, their and I'm so
1: grateful. It's been a great career. Um, I actually ended up getting my master's degree then in learning in uh, human resource development, it was called at the time. Um, and I've just had so many great opportunities to travel the world and to work with so many different subjects. Um, so I've been doing it for 32 years, but I don't ever feel bored by it because it's always something different, always something new to learn. So um, I constantly feel
0: challenged. That's great. And I heard you earlier on say to uh, another another person that uh, he was talking about uh, using text messaging as a, a learning mm. tool. And you were immediately kind of, oh, that sounds really interesting. Yeah. What, you know, so what, what other technologies are you really interested in at the moment?
1: Um, Well, our firm is kind of going through a transformation to more modernizing our learning and digitization of our learning. Um, So I think those words get thrown around a lot. Um, So I'm really interested in whatever works for the problem. So um, I heard an interesting quote here today about uh, we should fall in love with the problem, not the solution. And so I think that's some of what we suffer from is that we see a tool and we think, oh, how can we use this tool? Versus What's the problem and what's the best tool to solve? it? if it's a class with a facilitator, old school type of thing, then good. But, you know, there's so many um, technologies and all that we can use today to look at problems differently. And, you know, that idea of text messaging, that's something that people are always on their phones, you know, using that and just ties in with their lifestyle um, so well and what they like to do. So that's the kind of things I think I'm interested in is what are those things that people are naturally drawn to and are using and how can we embed learning um,
0: with those tools. So. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. And at Stella Labs, one of our things is, is to use evidence and science-based learning mm-hmm. methodologies to train really quite technical um, subjects. So what are your thoughts around the science of learning, using neuroscience within learning?
1: Um, it's Actually, there was a speaker that talked about that this morning and it piqued my interest because it's something that I would like to learn. Uh, I guess more about um, but I think that you know that I would like to learn more i don 't know a lot about it, so i 'll put it that way, but I also i 'm always looking at you know things like when you look at gaming and um, other types of um, learning tools is how that ties in i guess it 's to what I said before that ties into what are people naturally drawn to so i 'm not sure if that answers your question, but you know looking at the psychology of of what are people drawn to, what do they like to do, and how can we Um, use that as a platform for learning so um, I just have to admit I don't know a lot about it it's something I'm really interested in learning more about but maybe just kind of on a gut level um, I look for those types of uh, ways that
0: we can tie into how people naturally learn and I think you're absolutely right it's about finding people's motivation for Mm -hmm. learning isn't it and I was talking to um, some teachers the other day and they were talking about one of the challenges they have is children will not sit still and listen and I actually explained to them perhaps what they were doing was inflicting medieval torture on these children. Yeah. Um, that that is not how people learn. We, we've learned, we've evolved to learn in a very natural way. And if we can tap into that natural desire to learn. Yeah. And the natural physical ability to, to learn and use the physicality of learning as well as the, the mentality mm-hmm. of learning, then that's really powerful. Yeah, I'm so. a
1: strong believer in, in action. Um, active learning, um, so learning by doing, learning by immersing yourself into situations and learning through, I guess, I call, you know discovery type of learning, through making mistakes or through experiencing something. So that's my preferred way of trying to um, build learning experiences. For which there's
0: plenty of evidence. Um, one of the things I always say is that just because there isn't any evidence yet doesn't mean you shouldn't carry on doing what, what works if it sounds like you're a very practical practitioner. Um, and doing what works and looking to solve to solve the problem exactly
1: and I also am a strong believer that people learn most when they um, have a pain point so um, you know there obviously there's people who do learn for the sake of learning but I would say in most cases people learn something when they're at a pain point so I don't know how to fix something I go look at a YouTube video or uh, I'm not going to get a promotion if I can't do this particular item or I'm going to lose my job you know so uh, I think finding what people's pain points are and focusing on those is where I think you get a lot of motivation too. I think, I think there's the pain
0: points, but I think there's also that what will what will help me do the next mm-hmm. thing. So, for instance, I moved to Spain a couple of years ago, well, three years ago. Um, I'd always wanted to learn Spanish. I'd always sort of toyed with learning Spanish, but when I had to move to Spain, and it wasn't the exactly. pain of learning. it uh, wasn't the pain of not being able to communicate. It was the joy. Of, of being, being able, able to communicate. communicate. So so I think there is also that kind of, just the joy of learning that you can...
1: Exactly, but that, and maybe pain isn't the right word. It's it's something, like you just said, it could be, um, but there's a motivation there, something that really, you, either pain or, like you said, to get to the next level. So um, I am also a Spanish teacher too, by the way. Ah. So And I lived in Spain as well, so...
0: <laughs> Muy bien. But, yes.
1: <laughs> and do you have any
0: learning heroes?
1: You know, um, my... Yes, my first manager would probably be my learning hero because um, when I interviewed for the position with him, I knew nothing about training and development or anything at all. And he hired me because he said he just felt like he saw something there. And so uh, he mentored me. He's, they, he helped me get my master's degree paid for and just always believed in me. So maybe that's not something that's well known to anyone, uh, but I consider him my hero because he gave me the career that I love so um and really helped me uh, find my path find my way and believed in me so uh 32 years later I've had a wonderful career that I've loved and I really owe it all to to him (laughs) so that's a a lovely story yeah yeah so anything
0: else you uh that's kind of interesting you and exciting at the moment that you've seen at the conference? Uh, No, I would just say
1: that I haven't been able to come to a conference like this for many years and so really jumped at this opportunity and it really ignites that spark in you and gets you, even at this advanced stage in my career, um, I could be thinking about retirement, but now I'm, you know, fired up thinking about different things that I can do in the future. So I would just say, doesn't matter where you are in your career how old you are um there's always something new to learn and i hope everyone just can always find that spark of passion so thank,
0: thank you connie it's yeah. been really really lovely talking yeah, to thank you thank you very much and uh, good luck with the, the rest of the conference yes. and a happy trip home thank you very much appreciate bye. it bye bye Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Please share it with your friends and colleagues and visit our website, stellalabs.eu to learn more about what we do and how we do it. Tune in to the next episode.